everything that I that I thought I wanted felt like it was being stripped away. Like I, I, it felt like all these onion layers just being pulled back, pulled back, pulled back. And um, that's really where, I mean, where it got me to the point of complete surrender. Sometimes we forget that our prayers are being answered. Our exact prayers that we've been praying are being answered and we reject with the answers to our prayers. But I understand, you know, the power of, of sitting back and just being still, you know, and being patient with the whole process of knowing that you have to learn some things in a season in order to get there, you know, and it doesn't mean that, you know, it's a denial or rejection. It just means that it's just, it's not the time yet. It's, it, it just, the road to success or the road to the top, like isn't meant to be a solo run, you know, it, it's, successes are just greater when it's shared. On this week's show, we bring you Candace Tabera, founder of the women's organization, WOW, Winning with Other Women. Candace is a certified life and business coach who discovered she had to give up her own plans to serve a higher purpose. In this episode, she reflects on the power of sitting back and being still, walking in the realm of purpose, and she also reveals her lowest moment, refusing to play victim, instead using it as a challenge to elevate herself to a higher place. Candace is a graduate and active member of American Real Live Tribe Worldwide, our private Facebook group, where she and countless others from around the world connect and strive to become their best self. Speaking of which, if you are looking to learn more about the power of live video and how it could help you propel you or your business, join our Live Tribe group today and take the first 21-day challenge absolutely free. This program will help you to become more proficient in live video, but it will also boost your confidence, challenge your commitment, and allow you to become more authentic and transparent. Click on the link below and start your 21-day challenge and experience today. And now, without further ado, I bring to you Candice Tibera.
This is American Real. I am Roger Brooks. My guest today is Candace Tabera, who discovered that there comes a point in life that you have to give up on your own plans for a higher purpose. You are a certified life and business coach and have founded a women's organization and a nonprofit organization. It's through this work that you found your passion to empower, mentor, and inspire others. Candace, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. This is great. Thanks for being here. Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, and you come a long way. You've, uh, you live in the, in the San Francisco Bay Area, correct? Yes. And you've been in New York now for what, about a week? Um, the East Coast for about a week. I've been kind of taking a little tour, Virginia, New York City, and now here. That's great. And tell us what brings you to the East Coast. Um, a little bit of both business and pleasure. Um, my brother's family just moved from California to Virginia, so I, ha I had to see them. Um, our family is very close-knit family, and then um, New York City went to go see my cousin, spend some time there with some family, and then uh, we also brought our, I was able to represent our nonprofit organization out there. We did this community service project with the Grand Street Settlement, um, and we did a little painting workshop for uh, their senior residences um, there, and then now I'm here, and today I just got done with a brunch event where I was a guest speaker, and now I'm here. That's great. So you've been busy. I've been busy. It, the week has gone by so fast. And I mean, I joked about being, I felt like I've been on every single type of transportation there is right. <laughs> on I'm the sure. East Coast. So yeah. yeah. Well, that's great. And uh, we're so glad to have you here. We actually met through our live tribe group. Yes. Which someone connected you uh, to us. And I don't recall who it was exactly. Uh, was it Pika? Pika, yes. yes. Pika is that connector. Yes. From Singapore. Yes, yes. She's, I mean, a wealth of resources, and is her brain is always thinking about people. Yes. You know the connections. Wow, you would be great to meet this person. So, it's always great to have a friend like that. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. And before we get into your story, if you wouldn't mind, tell us about your experience with the Life Tribe. Uh, it has been. Fine. I mean, uh, live videos are never easy or it's never like a comfort zone uh, for most people. And, um, you know, I, I love challenges. So when I saw the 21 day challenge, I was like, okay, let's see if I can do this. For me, it's about more, it was more about the consistency, right? And, mm -hmm. you know, when it, anything that you do in 21 days and, um, you know, becomes a habit. And uh, so I started off and, made sure I even if it, the video was filming like you know five minutes before midnight or whatever but it's um, you kind of feel empowered like wow I I, I did that I, I was consistent and if I can be consistent with that what else can I do consistently and you know you, your videos I think start to change you know or you start to get a little bit more comfortable with yourself and confident about yourself and you start to be vulnerable and really talk about your stories or things that you know happen during that day and you really let your heart show and um, and it's a community behind it you know people are watching your videos and um, you build bonds I mean I've met people through American Real um, and the live tribe and um, you know supporting each other through our life journey and it's just um, you know definitely recommend it to anybody I mean it's more it's more than just 
putting a video up, your one-minute video. You never know that self-development, that self-growth, and what you learn about yourself right. doing it. And for people that have a hard time with video in general, I know mm -hmm. a lot of people are intimidated, um, what advice would you have for them to do something like this? I mean, number one, it's a private group, which we right. love, but what advice would you have for those people that are just afraid to push that live button? To just do it. I mean, it, we've all experienced things in life, and um, we definitely get to a, well, for me, I got to a place where I realized, wow, most of my experience have nothing to do with me and myself. It has to do with how can this experience, how can this be my life message? How can this story inspire somebody else? And you know, when you share your little stories, whether it's you know a minute clip of, of your heart and opening up your heart, you're healing through your own stories. You're inspiring and healing somebody else. I mean, it might not be going through the same exact situation or story, but it's somebody looking at you going, wow, if, if they could do that, then I'm pretty sure that I, I can do that. You know, and then it's having, it's building that support system for each other. Yeah. And you mentioned that uh, it is a good su support system and that right. there's people all over the world, right, that are part yes. of this group. Yes. And the connections that you're able to make, it's, um, it's pretty remarkable. I'm actually in awe of what has come out of it. Right. You know, I had no idea that this amount of people would, would you know. Take on to the idea yeah, of it. Exactly. And um, it's just great to have you part of it. It's great to learn not only um, and meet people through, you know, through the uh, group, but then have a chance, like right now, to yes. sit down and have a conversation to go even deeper. Right. So we could get into your story and learn more about you. Right. And I mean, your journey. It's, it's remarkable to give people a platform for their voice to be heard. You know, and not many people know that that's something that they ever wanted to do. But I mean, you're just touching lives and inspiring lives throughout the world of just giving people this platform to to be heard yeah you know so it's it's amazing of what you're doing great well thank you thank you for being part of it yes so let's let's shift gears a little right. bit and talk about uh, your story um, tell us for starters a little bit about your background a little bit so like you said I'm from the San Francisco Bay Area um, from a little town about 50 miles, I guess, east of San Francisco. Um, I actually lived actually in the Bay Area pretty much all my life except for the last few years. Um, I got two kids. Uh, they're not babies anymore. They're 18 and 14. Married um, 19 years this, this year. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Um, I was a respiratory therapist for over 15 years, about five, six years ago left my career to start uh, our own family business, um, saw different lights. I mean, I'd never thought I would ever leave that profession. I thought that was my, that was my plan. I was set. I was going to be in cruise control for the rest of my life or until retirement. Um, and I saw a different world of, as an entrepreneur, the freedom that it gave you, um, the ability to, you know, really have a better quality of life where you can really en enjoy enjoy it um, of course there's you know the other part of you know discipline and things like that but it the, definitely the um, positives weigh, outweigh the negatives of doing it um, about three years ago 
um, you know, I was in prayer about something so specific about the about business. Um, and you know, when they tell you to pray intently about whatever you want, that's exactly what I was doing, down to specific details. Mm. And for months, I mean, I, I felt like I was being ignored. Um, uh, I, my prayers weren't being answered, and I was like, how much more specific do you want to me to get? I mean, this is a full game plan, a map. This is exactly what I, what I want to happen. Um, and I went through this time of just being n- not mad, but maybe disappointed, like, you know, I feel like I'm being let down. Are you, is anybody hearing me? And I went through a few months of that and then changed my prayer um, into, well, okay, God, I don't understand what you're doing, but I trust you. So use me. Use me for your purpose. Whatever it is, I trust you. Just use me. And that's when he started sending me these visions of this women's group, this women's organization. And uh, it's not something I ever thought I would do. I felt like I grew up with you know, all the guys, like my uncles and my cousins, you know, playing video games, throwing footballs or whatever. And so I never had it in my cards of this women's organization. So I kept getting these visions and I was like, what is this? This is such a distraction (laughs) to what I really want to do. And um, I finally just took a leap of faith. I mean, this is after having conversations with old friends and new friends about coming back to this women's group and I was like what is this so finally I sat down took a leap of faith wrote down everything as far as a mission statement um, named it did a logo for it and wrote a list of all the people that I wanted to contact about doing this so I thought it was you know let's get these women together let's help you know let's help each other in business let's rise together Let's, let's create a platform for you to grow a week before we were going to kick off it it was almost like God kind of mocked me and was like, that's what you think this is going to be about. This has nothing to do with that. You're going to, people, women are going to be drawn to that, yes, for that business aspect, but you're going to help them discover or rediscover their own blessings and use that to bless other people and communities. Mm. Um, And, you know, that's what I've found through this journey of really not knowing all the pieces, of just trusting this vision and being obedient and surrendering my own plans for this purpose that I didn't even know I was walking into. And then I really seeing that, wow, you know, through self selfless acts, through service, when you get yourself out of, out of the picture and really concentrate on thinking like, how can I help this person? Or how can I help this community get better and rise? Your success comes through that, you know? And then it was a shift of this definition of success. And that brings me here, I guess, to today of, you know, just expanding this whole, this whole movement of um, really what we call our cease to increase, you know, giving a part of yourself, whether it be time, money, efforts, experiences, and using it to grow and increase not only yourself, but everybody around you. Wow. Well, that's, it's, it's, it's remarkable, the story itself. Um, you said a lot there that, <laughs> that I'm trying to take in. Yeah. Um, so if, if, if you don't mind, if we could just break down a few of the things. So first of all, the vision. For someone that's never experienced anything like this, what, what, what exactly do you mean when you say a vision? Thoughts? Yeah, I mean, um, I would literally get up in the middle of the night of just like these vivid images and and, and um 
just crystal clear of exactly what would happen and what what I needed to do, the people I needed to connect with and and contact and. Um, and a lot of the times I, I questioned it, like, what is this? You know, what I don't, I don't understand what, you know, what, but okay, okay, I mean, I'm just going to trust you. And I remember what I was praying, you know, sometimes we forget that our prayers are being answered, our exact prayers that we've been praying are being answered, and we reject what the answers to our prayers. So, I mean, I was Because praying. it's not what you right, expected or I wanted. Expect, right. You know, but I was, I was being willing to be open to this new new season to walk into if really not you know not knowing all the pieces and I think that's what holds people back every once in a while or a lot of the times that they don't have the full game plan of like not knowing that this is a b c d you know and they don't want to take that first step mm -hmm. you know so you see the difference of people just wanting just to go and um, not having all the pieces to the puzzle, but let's just learn along the way and, and see what happens. And it's really been the easiest thing I've ever done. Wow. You know, um, and the most rewarding thing I've ever done. So let me ask you, because I'm curious, if, if the vision was something, because it wasn't a vision you said that you ever anticipated, but if it was something completely different than it is now, mm -hmm. do you feel like you would have fouled it? If the vision was empower, you know, I, I don't know, just say yeah. young teens yeah. and, you know, very specific to that. Do you, do, you, do you feel you would have followed that? I think I would have. Hmm. Um, that for me would have been my, my calling, you know, my, my purpose and my vision. And I mean, this is one piece and I, and I can see like, there's just so much that, that, that I see that, that's coming into the future, and I see all the, the little dots are connecting now. You know, and, that's so um, exciting. It is exciting. It is exciting. And, you know, there's things that I've, that I've dreamt about and that I've envisioned for years that are still, you know, coming, need to come to pass. But I understand, you know, the power of, of sitting back and just being still you know, and being patient with the whole process of knowing that you have to learn some things in a season in order to get there, you know, and it doesn't mean that, you know, it's a denial or rejection. It just means that it's just, it's not the time yet, right. you know, and, I, and I've, I've seen that, you know, come in, into play in the last few years of, of what it's like just to be patient with, with the whole process. Yeah, and I know if you think about it, you know, when we're young, our elders tell us to be patient. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but sometimes we just have to go through, and it's just maturity. And that patience, you know, sits with you. So when you're ready, then you're able to, you know, achieve or right. set out to do the things that, that, that you're meant to do. Right, right, right. I mean, we're so, you know instant gratification how can we meet our needs or um, what we want right now you know it, there's it's it's such an art form <laughs> to to letting it all happen you know and i think when you're walking in this realm of you know purpose and a higher calling the doors open for you and that's i think that's how you know when when you're sitting right in in that 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 kind of sweet spot 
of um, you're like, you, you even sit back amazed, kind of like thinking, wow, did all of that happen? Right. How did that all work out? And I mean, I'm sure that you've probably felt that sure. way with, with building American Real and, and everything that you've done in the last year. Um, you know, there's just, there's a plan and, um, you know, it, that's part of the fun of, of just seeing how everything unravels and wh how your story was written. Right. No, and I like how you say, you know, you have to take that initial risk. Like yes. you can't, everything can't be perfect to, right. to start. Right. You have to be willing to put yourself out there, take that risk and, and just trust, yeah. right? Trust that things will come in time. Yeah. Yeah, I, so, I mean, not to get it all mixed up, I never was that type of person. I was definitely the type of person that liked to control everything. I like to know everything that's going on, have my hands on, on everything, and um, I really didn't have that trust. Like, I felt like I had to, if, if it was going to, something needed to be done, it was going to be on my own doing. I had to build it. I had to learn it. I had to, I had to be a part of the entire process. So um, when all of this started to come about, like, it was huge to be able to, for me, to be obedient. Not, I mean, you can ask my parents. I'm not very obedient. <laughs> or even ask my husband. But, and really surrendering. Surrendering my own plans for a purpose. And... I think it got to a point where I describe it as like an onion. So during that time when I was like, um, kind of like in this waiting period, all right, here are my prayers, I'm being intent, I'm gonna do everything I need to do to make this happen. Everything that I, that I thought I wanted felt like it was being stripped away. Like I, I, it felt like all these onion layers just being pulled back, pulled back, pulled back. And um, that's really where, I mean, where it got me to the point of complete surrender. All right, you just took everything away. You're not going to make all of this happen. Everything that I built, and why would you bring me here to this point if this wasn't meant for me? Why would you do that? You know, and um, I mean, these are like intense conversations I was having with, with God, you know, and so it's not always like this great, great thing, um, but it got me to that point where I was like, okay, fine. You want it all, have it all, you know, and having it all meant even me. Like I had to, to really kind of die to my own self, my own selfish needs, my own wants and desires for a destiny that I didn't even know was in my, my future. So can you just talk a little bit deeper about this? So what exactly, what do you mean when you say surrender? What are you doing? I mean, you're just becoming completely selfless really it's it's a uh, a mental like a mental spiritual thing okay. i mean like every single day of realizing that so your thoughts yes yes and um really my kind of like my priorities like i my priorities kind of shifted and i didn't grow up in church i kind of found my faith and i found church and um kind of these dark moments in my life where, I mean, I didn't really know what I could do or who, who I could trust or, um, but it, it filled, filled a void in my life that I didn't know I had. And, um, so it's all in like my mindset, how I thought or my perspective of things of knowing that 
I don't have to do everything. You know, I don't have to force force things. I don't have to make things happen the way that I see fit. But I can I can live in peace when I'm letting letting things just be and just you know having faith that okay th- this moment you know it might be ugly right now is serving a, a purpose you know this experience is going to be used as a stepping stone in order to get me to this next point and is this what you're talking about um, when you meet with some of your groups are, are these the, the topics that you're discussing it's a big part of my story you know and um, I mean I can't share stories of other people I can only share stories of my own experiences but I think it's it's common because I think that you know especially as we get older we start to feel like wow is this 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 is what life is going to be all, all about there's there's got to be more and there comes a time where we yearn for more we know wow this can't be life can't be just about the have to I have to go to work I have to do this I have to pay this bill I have to take care of the kids I have to take them here you know it can't be, there's got to be some joy out of out of what you do and um, I mean really that starts all from within you know if you're constantly looking for things or people to make you happy you're gonna be looking for a long long time you gotta find find it within yourself do you have a rock bottom moment? I do. I do. Um, probably 2012. Not probably. It was definitely 2012, in December. Um, I used to be, I guess, like the the big party girl. That's how everybody kind of kind of knew who who I was. And um, was coming home, and the drive from where I was to where I needed to be was probably a three-minute drive. Um, We had celebrated a a good friend's birthday party, drinking, got in the car, and drove, um, thinking, oh, it's a three-minute drive. I ended up getting pulled over um, and got a DUI, obviously. At that time, I, I just thought that that was it. Like, I thought that was, you know, that was the end of ev- like my life, everything. Like ev- you know, how how am I supposed to put my family through this? Um, the humi- the humiliation factor of it. Um, you know, I'm going to lose my job financially. How are we going to pay for all for all of these like legal fees and re- repercussions? Um, and I really just you know kind of just went into this really dark place. So even where I was like contemplating taking my own life and um, I remember usually like when I watch movies and things like that usually it's always like like comedies you know and um, this one night like my husband and I were watching she turned on the TV and normally we would have changed what it was you know like a lifetime documentary or I don't know something like that and um, it was this documentary about a mom that had committed suicide and they were following the kids. Mm. And um, I would have never watched, I didn't know what we were watching until like maybe 15 minutes in. And I honestly felt like that was like an intervention, like a God moment. Like I don't normally watch that. I mean, I don't even know why our TV was set on that channel because we never watch anything on that that specific network. And um, 
that just changed everything for me. Like, that was, you know, I, nobody out, like externally, like people around me could have talked me out of what I already had in my head. But that, that was, yeah. That show did. That did. And I mean, it was more than just the show. I mean, I know that was, that was an intervention. That was a God moment of to just to kind of wake me up and shake me up. And it wasn't the end. You know, after following that, yeah, there were things that I obviously had to face the consequences and, and things were tough, really tough, difficult days. And, but it wasn't the end, you know, and I had to get through that and know that I could get through that. And, um, you know, and we do things, it's consequences, right? And, and it's, but it's not our story, it's not our end, and it's not what's going to define me. You know, I'm not going to let that dictate how I live the rest of my life or live in shame and guilt for the rest of my life. Yeah, I mean, I guess the enemy would want us to do that. Right. But, you know, God had a different, different plan for me. Wow. So for people that are listening or watching that may be going through something similar right now but didn't have that intervention yet, um, any advice for them? Any words of encouragement? I think, it, you know, we all go through adversities. We all go through some kind of obstacles and, and struggles, all in different dimensions, um, in just in different ways. But it, knowing that it's, it's serving a purpose, you know, I, I, mean, I, I truly believe that I'm still going to be discovering what the purpose of this incident was. You know, I knew it shook up my life a lot, that you know, it made me do career changes and and um, reevaluate my lifestyles. And I mean, I it's been six years that that was the last time I ever drank or anything. Um, and so it really completely turned my life life around. And I think if we stop playing victim to no matter what it is that we're going through, and we use it like, okay, I'm going to use this experience to rise up to be victorious, you know, I'm not going to be the victim, but I'm going to show, it's almost like, like I said, I, I like challenges, so it's almost to like show you like, this isn't going to hold me down, I'm going to use this to step on it, and bring me and elevate me higher in life, and you know, and I, like I said, I'm still trying to, I'm still going on a process of figuring out what that is, mm -hmm. you know, but I know that right now, it, it's not, it's not going to be an anchor, you know, so it's it's cut those ties. Don't let don't let our negative experiences be those anchors in life where it holds us. You're you're self limiting yourself of the potential and, and what you can become despite what you've gone through. Mm. And it sounds like that's a great example of how we can change and we can change at whatever moment we want. Right. It doesn't have to be next year or next month or next week mm -hmm. or after the graduation or whatever it may be, right. it could be today. Right, at this given moment. I mean, why, why have to wait until you hit a rock bottom moment? I mean, um, a lot of the times, I mean, the most, sometimes as stubborn as we are, we have to hit those rock, bo rock bottom moments in, in order to know who our rock is, you know, or to find that rock in our life. But, you know, it's just, it doesn't, does not have to be, you know, like you said, in a, in a milestone right. in life. And um, how, 
how do we get past the fact that you know a lot of people go back to the way it was mm -hmm. you know the old me you have not it sounds like you've you've continued you know on this path mm -hmm. since that day um, where do you find the strength for that and again for people that may not have that strength and, and, and do fall back into their old ways what words of advice do you have for them you got it I have a good support system I guess you know um, I mean there were days of course I was tempted like I was like it's so much easier to go back to an old way to an old habit to my old life it's so much easier because that's all I know you know but man, the, there's gotta be a reason why I went through that and I want to see what it is you know and um, using that experience like I can't even say it's it's like a rock bottom moment anymore. More so it's like this launching pad moment. Yes. You know, where it's just launched me into turning turning my whole perspective of life around, you know, and and having a different pers perspective of others, of my connections with others and and more importantly of myself and really finding that 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 love and that longing for for my own self without having to, um, you know, expect it from anything, any substance or anybody, and um, you know, really, it's just that is a whole part of just launching into this this life and this season of of a purpose and calling and knowing that that there's more to life than the things that try to hold us back more than the hurdles that we have to jump, more than the obstacles that we go through, um, the setbacks, uh, all for you know a bigger comeback. And I, and I always see that all of this mess of my life and my past is really now being used to be a message. Um, and I mean, I don't know if it's, it's inspiring anybody. And I mean, that's, it's just my story, you know? But if I can have just one person say, wow, you know, like, I, I feel that, um, that, you know, maybe I, I can go on, maybe I can get through and, and do something different and not have those anchors on, on or the cement blocks on my feet and, and go and, and live a life of purpose and impact and, and do something different, then maybe that's the whole reason why I went through everything, you know, and, or why my voice has to be heard was just for that one person. That's powerful. Were you ever afraid of being judged by your friends, maybe the old friends, or how did how did that how did that all work out? Yeah. Were there friends that you had to leave behind and kind of, as they say, elevate your peer group? Yes, yes. That's um, hard. That was probably the hardest. Um, was realizing that, and I mean, it probably was a, a few years because you know I. I was trying, fighting it, you know, like trying to change my life, but then remain in the same environment. And it wasn't working. You know, there was just this disconnect. And I felt it. Um, and there was a part of me that was guilty. Like, you know, it's not that I feel like I'm better than anybody else, but just that I want to be better. You know, and um, so I did. There's relationships connections changed 
Um, but what I started to see was that no matter what, when I would go back to this, I would still had this unshakable confidence that, um, that I never had before. Like, wow, I can be me. And if you don't like it, that's fine. But it's me. And the only thing that I need to worry about is, am I happy with, with me and my decisions and my journey? Um, I mean, a lot of people didn't understand like why I was making all these drastic changes in my life, and I realized it wasn't their it wasn't their life to live. You know, sometimes the hard, hardest fight is fighting the resistance of living life to somebody else's expectations, to the judgments and opinions of others. But when it comes down to it, it's your life. You know who. They don't really have to walk in your shoes day and night, 24 hours, seven days a week. It's really, it's all up to you. So, I mean, you can't, for me, I, just, I could not live in anybody else's expectations but my own. And, I mean, that was a journey, too, of finding my own expectations of what I wanted out of my own self. And it sounds like now, because you have the confidence that you're building on this, like yeah. it's just starting, right? It's just, um, it could now blossom. Yes. And, and through your business, through your connections, yes. through all the women you're empowering. And um, to me, it's, it, it just feels like this is just the beginning for you. It, it does feel like that, you know? Um, it, and it's, that's what is most exciting of just, Knowing, you know, I mean, when I when I started WOW, um, our nonprofit organization, I mean, to be quite honest, I was like, I don't even know what this is. I mean, here I am just taking, like I said, leap of faith of not really knowing what is going to come out of this or what we're going to do, or what it's going to do, or, you know, what it's going to do for me. And I was like, how, you know, I don't, I don't understand it, but okay, I'm going to do it. So for a while, I mean, I didn't. I wouldn't mention it. I would just, it was kind of like the secret society kind of thing <laughs> that I was putting on. And, um, but, and then I realized I don't really need to explain my myself to anybody. You know, this is the vision that's happening and, and it, in the end it doesn't really matter what anybody thinks or judges or their opinion. Um, it's Especially it's, if you feel gratified with what you've done and the people that you're helping are being served. Correct. That's all that's what it's about, you know, it's it's not really my work or my message. For me, it's about what God is doing through me and for his people. You know, whether um, they may be believers or not, I mean, they have no idea that there's that still that connection because I mean, like I said, I, I, this is not anything that I ever thought I would, I would be doing or that I wanted to do. And this new love for people, let alone myself and, and life, um, is just like unfolding. And, and it's just, for me, it's, it's amazing. And what you can learn from, from different communities and cultures and like all the things I, I'm learning here of being on the East Coast, um, it's, it's God, it just builds, you know, and, and that's what it feels like. It's just layers on, upon layers upon layers upon layers of um, who knows what's going to be, right. you know, or I mean, there probably is no top. 
because there's always you know progress right. to be made. We're always evolving and reinventing ourselves. Talk about your love for people. Well, I mean, you can learn so much about the world through somebody else's eyes, you know, and um, the, probably the most impactful moments I had was a year ago when we went to, we sent uh, two teams on different occasions to Texas for Hurricane Harvey relief. And here we are, we're going and we're thinking, oh, we're going to go there, we're going to bless this community, we're going to help them rebuild, we're going to do whatever they need. And we ended up learning so much from them in this time of like crisis and, and, and need. Um, for me, I really saw what it was like to love your neighbor um, unconditionally. And here people are out of homes or their selves have nothing, um, but they're out here working on somebody else's house. Or, you know, we're like, how can we help you? We're here, let us help you. You've, you've done so much for, for this family or, 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 you know, this community. And they're like, no, that's where you need to, don't worry about us, work on, work on their home. And um, it just, you know, wow, what a different world we would have if everybody thought like that, if everybody cared like that, if everybody loved like that. I mean, it shouldn't have to take natural disasters or, or those rock bottom moments or catastrophes for us to be shaken up and know that there's something much greater than, than what's going on around us. You know, and um, I, that just always, that, that experience really just sticks with me of really seeing how people love on each other, you know, and their faith and, and you know, so that's why we're trying to go back again next, next month, actually. Great. So again, we hear the terms like love thy neighbor, mm -hmm. but sometimes it, it takes a shake up like a disaster to be in a situation where you could actually see someone in real life loving their neighbor mm -hmm. to be able to understand the term. Right. Right. I mean, like, that's how I feel. Like, I, there's so many of these cliches that we've been hearing our entire life, but they just seem to go in one ear and out the other for the most part. But something clicks, like your moment, right. where now you know what that really means. And I. I feel the same way. And I think a lot of people are on the same path where people want to do good. Right. People want to love. People want to help. Um, society puts this pressure on us um, in a lot of different ways that we're supposed to do this or supposed to go that way. But the more people, I believe, that um, can find the strength internally to have first that self-love uh, to be able to take on, uh, uh, you know, um, this type of adventure that you're on, um, you, you switched your career and everything to help others. And it's phenomenal. So all the lives that you're affecting and those lives, it's just, I think there's a lot of people onto this path and um, I could only imagine how good you must feel uh, for, for doing this work. I think it's um, really doesn't have anything 
to do with me. Like I'm not happy per se because of what I've accomplished, but more so, you know, it's, it's the things, it's the little things like the event that I just left of having somebody tell me, I'm inspired because of you to do, to go after my dream that's been sitting in my heart for years, yeah. you know? And then that dream ultimately has something to do with, you know, impacting their community. Like, I need to make the world right. And for that, that, that makes me happy, you know? Because, I mean, really, for me, I feel like I'm not even doing anything. Right, I was just gonna say, it's like, now you're just being. You're being yeah. who you are, yes. who you're supposed to be. Yes. But just being is affecting others in such a great right. way. Right, yeah. right. You know, and it, and it just blows, blows me away. You know, and it's just like, what happened? What, I mean, like, what, what did I say? But it's just, you know, and I, and I had this conversation with, with somebody at the event, and I said, well, you know, it's, I hope that you don't just walk away and walk out of these doors yeah, feeling motivated and inspired, but that when you go home, that you, that this can sit with you, that this can marinate with you. Because I mean, the the whole thing. I mean, like you said, we're society, like we're in these these have to moments of getting getting things done, going to work, or you know, doing all the things, our obligations, our life obligations of what we think we need to be doing that we suddenly forget there's dreams that die within us, you know? And so for me, I, I hope that, you know, that it's not just about this, that one, one moment of being motivated, but it's a lifetime of being self-inspired by your own self, because we all have a story. We all have something that we can overcome and that we can conquer, and we all have a dream. And I truly believe that the world needs more of those dreams and those visions, because I, I think that's, that's where the love is, 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 is seated and rooted. Like we all wanna take care, we all wanna see the world a better place, but we just don't know how. And it's simple acts of kindness, where there's just, you know, even just something just so simple as smiling at somebody and saying, hi, how are you? You know, not that I, you know, dropped a thousand dollars in your lap or anything, but just that one little Thing, that one little kind gesture, I truly believe, can change the tra trajectory of somebody else's life. I mean, you never know, just a simple touch, a simple smile, one small kind word of, or just gratitude, thank you, thank you for doing that, thank you for being you. You never know if you just saved a life, right. you know, um, you never know what they were feeling at that moment. And from there, I mean, you get somebody else feeling good, guess what? They're going to go and they're going to want to spread that joy. Sure. So it gets contagious and it's yeah. a ripple effect, you know, and, and it's just building on that and spreading that, that joy. And yeah, I mean, that's what I, I mean, and that's what I said. I said, you know, let's keep in contact because I want to see what you do. So it's almost like a kind of, you know, let's be accountable to that's each That's right. Other. I was just going to say accountability, which mm -hmm. is great. Yeah. Um, as you're talking, I'm thinking about the word that kept coming to mind is being authentic. When we, when we can be authentic and come into our own and be ourselves, it seems that's 
the best time that we're able to, again, serve. I don't mean that in a way where, you know, you have to be this person walking around all day, you know, opening doors for people, but just <laughs> being kind, right? Yes. Yeah. Being courteous. Calling someone that you may not have talked to in a while. Right. Right. Don't and not taking those moments for for granted. You know, and um and you know, it's not just about showing that that gratitude and that love and that kindness for strangers or for communities as a whole. I mean, you sit in a community, you live in a community at home. And making sure you're 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 that that your That's foundation. Where it starts, right? right. Right. And it's 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 a balance, you know, um I, to be quite honest and transparent, like I'm probably that's a work in progress for me of, you know, where I'm constantly making sure that everybody else is okay, but, you know, making sure that I got to do that same thing at home also. And making sure that, you know, my family doesn't always have to sacrifice me for the greater good. You know, that I'm, I'm there for them also. It's a, it's a balance that, like, I mean, I don't know if you ever master right. the balance. Um, but it's, you know, keeping those lines of communication open and, um, you know, I can't even say evenly distribute yourself to everybody, but, um, knowing when it's, it's the time is right. And you know, when the time is, you know, when you're like, okay, I just need to take some time and be with my family, unplug. And, um, you know, that, and that for me, that's my refuel. That's, that's where I get my strength. You know, I'm able to love on on other people. I'm able to spread my love throughout other communities um, and across the United States because I'm loved so heavily at home. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm supported. I have a good support system at home. What do people do that don't have that support system? You've mentioned that a couple of times now. And again, I'm just, you know, I, I try to put myself in the shoes of those who might be listening that say, geez, I have nothing. I have no family. I have no support system. I have nothing. It starts with you. You know, um, it might feel like that and look like that on the outside because that's what's going on on the inside. And, um, you know, imagine what you're going to attract when all of a sudden you're the light, you know, um, in the dark places, in your own dark places in life, you know, and knowing that you don't need a tribe of 300 people or 30 or, or you know, 13 people behind you, that you have your own back. Because honestly, at the end of the day, you're looking in the mirror at your own self. You gotta live with yourself. I mean, it's a bonus. For me, it's a bonus that I have a supportive family um, that allows me and, and loves me to do what, what I feel like I'm called to do. But at the end of the day, if I don't have the love for myself, I can't expect not even the people that are closest to me to love myself and to support me. You know, so it's, it's you honest, whatever's going on on the outside is a reflection of what's going on the inside. And I mean, that's, 
it, it's kind of like a gut check, mm-hmm. you know. And and honestly, I've been even with having a family at home, and and um, you know having a a, t- a tight good inner circle. If things aren't right for me in here and in here, um, they weren't right in my closest relationships, you know. And so it's it's all the external is all a reflection of what's going on internally. And when you make that shift internally, I think people are very surprised how that shift affects everything else. Yes. Yes. Like, just when you are a positive light, all of a sudden you start to, people gravitate, not just people, opportunities (laughs) and experiences just gravitate to you and the doors just open, you know, because... It, I mean, you got to feel good. You got to be grateful when you when you think that you have very little to be grateful for. You got to be grateful in those moments, because how I mean, how is the universe or how how is God going to give you more if you can't even be grateful for the handful of things that you have? Right. You know. I just uh, came back from Charlotte and interviewed a gentleman, David Nagel. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a podcast called The Successful Mind Podcast. And for the past 30 years, he's been studying the laws of the universe mm-hmm. and practicing them and, and teaching them. And I really enjoy listening to him and because, and if you have a chance, if you haven't heard of him, please listen to him if you get a chance because everything you're talking about in this entire conversation he talks about that there are laws. It's just right. like gravity. Something right. that goes up always comes down. Right. It's, it's inflexible. Right. So when you, when you could, could change your mindset and open yourself up, like you said, it's not only relationships, it's opportunities. The floodgates are open. Right. Right. I mean, the law of attraction, right? Um, it's what you put out there, you get, um, and that's what, you know. That's why so you know, and so many people complain and and um, they're negative, and it's like you know, they, or they say there's just this dark cloud hanging over me. I can't catch a break, and it's because you're putting it out there. You know, it, it's I'm a big, big person on affirmations. You know, and um, it's just getting, train, retraining that mind and that mindset of, of being mentally tough and, and telling yourself that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think this goes back to what we were just talking about, about, uh, you know, everything starts within. Like, you have to be your own cheerleader. You've got to be the loudest voice in your head sometimes of telling yourself that everything's going to be okay, that this you know, I am going to succeed. I'm going to make things happen. I have everything that I need. I'm grateful for this. And then you just start to like vibrate at a different fre- frequency in life. And you start to attract those things. So, I mean, when you're, you know, at a low point in your life and you're just like, woe is me, you're playing the victim. Um, of course, you're going to start attracting more and more stuff. That's why, oh, well, I got this, you know, a rock hit my windshield. Oh, I 
rolled over some nails, I got flat tires, and wow, this has been like the worst day. And sometimes we wait until like, okay, well, tomorrow's gonna be a better day. Now why not can it be today? Right now can be a better day. It's just changing your, your perspective. And I mean, I'm still guilty of like, oh man, you know, down on my luck, but it's catching yourself quicker and not letting yourself yes. sit in those those pity moments. Instead, mm-hmm. you know, you should be celebrating everything you have. There's always something to be grateful for. You gotta find it, even if it's just in the small little things. Uh, I am grateful for this breath of fresh air that I can, I'm grateful that I have two legs to, to walk. You know, we forget that some of the things that we have that we take for granted, people are praying for. You know, and it's like putting that all into perspective. You know, you like we. I don't know. For me, I always say, don't ever say things could be worse. <laughs> you know, because then you're putting it out there. Things right. could be worse. Wow. So affirmations. You're a big believer. I am. And for people who don't know about them, um, what's the best way to start? Writing them down. Maybe, maybe your top ten. Yeah, I mean, or even top five. Five. Like, you know, you don't even have to just start somewhere mm-hmm. and it, but it's got to be something that you that you believe like they can't be extravagant i mean like too big sure. where it's got to be something Give that your mind example, can conceive like uh you know like i'm i am a millionaire right. you know That's and if just, it's yeah yeah i mean if you got like negative five dollars in the bank account mm-hmm. for you saying that like i mean subconsciously in your head you're already thinking like mm-hmm. i mean who, really right you know, whereas the affirmation could be something like, okay, I'm attracting money. I am, I am attracting um, opportunities to bring in wealth or prosperity. You know, it's got to be things that you that you believe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just retraining your mind in those thought processes that that want to take over. Naturally, we want to be hard on ourselves. Naturally, we want to be our hardest, hardest critic. But it's catching ourselves and okay writing them down what are the top five things that you know maybe I need to to work on or the the strengths that I want to build on and then posting it somewhere if you look in my room I have all these like post-it notes everywhere like around my desk and then on the side of my bed where you know where I wake up or little scriptures or prayers um, it's because like it those are the common areas that I always go so it's you know always retraining my my brain of reading those things you know if you don't have the environment you got to create it you know so if I'm not gonna have somebody coming in and telling me you're great you're amazing (laughs) you know I gotta I gotta create it yes you know and um, we all have the power to create the life that we want we just gotta we gotta know it yeah I don't know if you ever heard of um, Earl Nightingale Mm -hmm. and if you ever listened to The Strangest Secret, yeah. uh, he put this out back in late 1950s. And back then it was an, a record, <laughs> so it was side one and side two. And uh, basically what he was talking about is we become what we think about. Right. And exactly, again, you know, the things you just talked about, right. writing them down. Right. Reinforcing every day in your mind, saying it aloud. Right. Because we can retrain our brains. Right. We can retrain our thinking. Yes. And 
and it's great and it's almost like the 21 day challenge this is like a 30 day right. exercise you know for 30 days look at this message what you want to do and right. become and and live it and breathe it and but like you said really believe it yeah one it starts with your thoughts cuz once you can at least just kind of get your your mind wrapped around that possibility you start it starts creating actions you know you get your thoughts and it starts to you start to manifest it into beliefs and then you start doing all the right things to get you there you know and then pretty soon you're like whoa when did that happen because it started up here first you know and um that's what i mean by like you just you can create it you can create it it's it's almost insane about how much power we we can have over what we do and what what we create in in our in our lives yeah and you say the word create that is one of my favorite words because um i feel i just this david nagel again mentioned uh there's a documentary out by john mellencamp mm-hmm. the, the singer and it's awesome uh, i highly recommend watching it um but you know he he basically talks about you know he created his own environment and he lived and lives life the way he wants to live it and 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 that's how you know because he had a passion and a purpose he says i wasn't the best singer right. but <laughs> i just put myself in the best environment i created my own right. environment to, to to get there so uh, i i highly recommend that as well yeah i mean it, it a great example is, is something that just happened to me recently. Um, so I had this great opportunity. Um, let's see how much I can. So I, I guess I can probably talk about it openly now. But um, it's kind of a job opportunity. And for some reason, as when I first found out about um, this organization, so it's actually another nonprofit organization. Um, I really fell in love with 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 the mission and 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 the vision behind it, um, just as much as as our own nonprofit organization. Mm. And um, I remember going home after meeting with somebody who was part of this organization and thinking, "There's a future for me here. I don't know what it's going. What you know? Maybe it's uh, uh, these two organizations coming together. Um, maybe it's just me volunteering and helping out. But I don't know. There is." Some I just felt it. There's a future for me there. Um, a couple of months go by. I mean, I volunteer for the organization, keep in touch with them. Um, and speaking with somebody from the organization, and I said, "Hey, you know, are you guys hiring? Are you guys looking to expand?" And um, yes, great. Got a got an interview. Had this job opportunity presented to me. Um, and everything was great. I was like, wow, that was, you know, and that tug in my heart was like, I didn't want to ask. You know, I did not want to ask. I was just like, okay, if, if they, you know, they know, they know me. If they, there's an open position or whatever, they'll ask. They'll ask me. But I, this tug, as this conversation was going on, it was just like, ask, ask, ask. And I was like, okay, fine, I'll ask. And then, wow, yes, there were. Yeah. So, um, anyway, two weeks later, I get a phone call that says, the the opportunity isn't going to happen, and I was like, okay, okay, and I was like, well, that was 
that was weird. Like, why would all of this happen? Like, the way the meeting gone and, and for me asking, like, also I was asking, I was like, why would you have me ask? Why would that tug be at my heart, God, if, if it wasn't meant to happen? So a couple of days after that, that phone call, I said, okay, it's not going to happen. And they were checking up on me. Are you, are you okay? And I said, yeah, but you know what? I go, um, I know I hear what you're saying, but for me, I just believe that there's still a future for me here. I don't know what it is, but for me, I, I, I'm going with that. You know, I, I'm declaring that. I'm calling it out. There, there's a future for me here. I don't know what it, what it is or why I feel that way, but I feel that this is not the end. And it was almost like the next remark was kind of like closing that, like it should, like it should have for me, you know, like basically they said, well, we'll be sure to let you know. And of course we'll recommend you. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I mean, but it's still, it was in my heart. I was like, no, I I think this is going to happen. A month, maybe more than a month later goes around almost maybe almost two months I get an email presenting the opportunity again and you know and and now it's it's confirmed it's secure it's it's on it's all well underway but it's just that of me putting out there like I could have easily retreated and been like wow that's okay yeah that's not gonna happen so did it happen it did happen that's awesome congratulations (laughs) just more on my plate you know oh that's great (laughs) but that's great but yeah yeah. And John Mellencamp said the same thing. Like he says, I'm going after it. He says, I don't care if it's a tire on the side of the road that is there and I want it, I'm going to get it. Yeah. It's mine for the taking. Right. So that's what he's saying is just don't don't be afraid. Right. You know, don't don't be afraid to go after something right. that you really believe in. Right. And it's so great to hear a, a real life example of that. Yeah. I mean and it's it's it kind of ties in with the affirmations of what you're what are you telling yourself? Right. You know, and and declaring it, declaring it out into the universe and and you know, declaring it to God, this is gonna happen. You know, my having that faith. Yeah. Of you know, that unwavering, unshakable faith of just I just feel it. This is this is going to happen. It doesn't matter what anybody else says or what it looks like on the outside. I'm not seeing things with my physical eyes. I'm seeing things with my spiritual eyes and my faith. Is is this is telling me this is going to happen? That's awesome. So the age-old question: Why, why are we here? What is human life? Hmm. What is why? What's our purpose? Like why are we here as a species? What is it? Do you ever think about it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I think that it's, for me, it's really just, it's to find a purpose and higher calling. And usually, and what I think that purpose and higher calling, it's leading people to really care about other people. You know, it's us taking care of one another, you know, and, um, spreading that love amongst each other, teaching each other, learning from each other, um, evolving with each other, reinventing ourselves, our lives together, um, and all those connections of intertwining of experiences and relationships. Um, it's just, I mean, when you think about it, 
like that just, for me it just makes me excited of you know the, really a sense of community and I'm not just talking about the community of just the city it's a community of, of the world coming together I mean I've good friends that have an organization called Come Unity, the play on word of community, and really just bringing, bringing people together in unity. Wow. Yeah, and, you know, don't you feel that, um, we're, you know, we're put here to get to that higher level of consciousness mm -hmm. to prepare us for what's to come? Right. You know, uh, and that's that, that's what I think about. Like, yes, all those things you mentioned right. for sure. Um, but then I think about okay, where where are we going? I mean, I, for me, like I, I I think this is a big revelation just recently in my life of realizing that you know my life really isn't about me or my life. You know, I mean, yes, I go through, I have to go through experiences, I have to go through things, and, you know, but it really has nothing to do with me. It really has... That's so awesome. I mean, it, it's kind of like what you're doing with American Real, of giving the voice, giving everybody a voice, you know, and really seeing into the real lives of, of people. Um, it's the same thing. I feel like, yeah, I live. Yeah, I go through things. But really, my life isn't about me. It's about what I'm learning to affect the lives of other people. And not just right now, at this time, or five years, ten years, but what is the legacy I'm, I'm leaving? And, um, you know, it's... You have to always think forward. You know, it's just like you just can't think about what, what's going today, what's going to happen today. Like, what is, what is it going to be? Am I going to leave not only the world a better place, but, you know, making sure that you're leaving a room a better place, making sure you're leaving a, a friendship, a connection, make sure I'm leaving you a, a better. You know, is what value can I add to your life that it's going to spark, that you're going to want to do something greater? In, in the world, you know, and it's, when you think about it, like, wow, you know, everything you're going through, or everything you've gone through in life, really has nothing to do with you. It's about what that, all of those experience, experiences are doing for other people as they see you, see you live, and see you go through things, and then rise above everything that you've been through. It's so true. If you think about nature, if you think about birds or fish or whatever it may be, it's, you know, it's their community. You know, everyone's working together. Right. You know, the human species is really the only species that's not really right. unified. Know, unified. Right. But it's people like you and me, we're, we're trying to pull them together. And, yes. And I believe that it will win out. Mm-hmm. It will. It's going to take time, but there's a lot of strength in numbers, and right. and um, you know, it's 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 in progress. That's right. how I feel. Right, and it's you know, it's the collabor collaborations, right? Um, we're we're 
been raised and taught to compete against each other all the time, you know, and then you add this element of social media and, and yeah. um, you know, it can either be good or it, it can work against you of where, you're, you know, you're constantly competing or feeling like you have to compare yourself to other people. When you don't, you have your own unique gifts that make you who you are and what you're supposed to do in life. And so when you join all of those unique gifts and talents and you collaborate with one another, I mean, even like this, you never know what spark it's going to ignite or what, what the, the ripple effect. Like I'm sure interviews that you've done a year ago when you first started are gonna have a lasting effect. I mean, somebody may watch one of those interviews five years from now and that was the interview that changed their life. You know, and it's knowing that, okay, I might not see see it now, but you know what, I'm gonna go across this world and I'm just gonna throw seeds, throw seeds. You know, and I'm gonna plant seeds. And it's gonna take time. Nurturing, just, you know, like when you plant anything, of love, water, light, and then it will bloom in, t in time. So for people that don't know about you, what, what's next? What can we expect to see from you in the future? Anything exciting on the horizon? I feel like that's a loaded question. I mean, because I feel like I go day by day. And that's okay too. Yeah, that's I was fine. like, you sure. know, okay, where are you gonna take me, God? What do you want me to do? Mm -hmm. I mean, like I said, I didn't, I didn't have, um, I mean, six months ago, seven months ago, I didn't have, I didn't think that I would have another opportunity to work with so closely with another nonprofit organization. And it just happens, you know? For me, it's just constantly, constant, everyday, daily surrender of what I think I should be doing, what, um, my plans for my life is and being able to be okay with being obedient and knowing that things that that I may have planned out may not be for my purpose and being okay with that you know and so I, that's why you know I mean of course I do have not to say that I walk aimlessly around without any goals sure. or anything but I think I'm just like in the season of like wow that was such a surprise I didn't see that coming but I'm just it it makes me excited to, to see. I would have never guessed that, I, I mean, of coming here to the East Coast. It was always kind of like a dream. Like, you know, I always want to see New York. I want to go to, you know, New York. And here it is. This amazing opportunity happened. It's awesome. You know, so I'm just open to, to receiving and knowing that, like, as long as I stay centered and I keep, for me, the one thing, the one thing. And, um, you know, I'm constantly just making sure that I'm taking care of myself and, and just being prepared. You know, I don't know where, where life is gonna take me or, or what's the next purpose calling, but I'm gonna be ready, you know, and I'm gonna be open to following. Well, I feel, you know, some really good energy here. Um, I don't know if I see like a book or something from you, but that's, <laughs> Kind of what I was just kind of thinking about, like, you know, maybe there's something and maybe there's nothing at this moment, but um, I feel it. You know, I yeah. feel good things. It's funny that you say that because I just had that conversation a couple of weeks ago with my daughter um, and she was like, 
you know, she's like, oh, I think I want to write a book. And he goes, so do I. And I was like, we should write a book together. You know, but, you know, who knows? I mean, um, the, the one thing that I really, you know, has really been on my heart last year is um, building this public speaking circuit of, you know, almost doing kind of like a live American reel of giving people in the community, people that we meet. I mean, we know like the big names and the big heroes, but knowing that there are small town heroes and, and stories and testimonies that, that have the, a huge, big impact to change lives and giving people the voice and a platform and making them feel confident. I mean, when you, which is probably why you do American Real too. It's because when people can get out of their shell and learn that they have a message, a powerful message to deliver to the world and that should be heard and giving them this, empowering them to use their voice and their stories and their experiences. Like it just brings something out of them, like this just confidence and, and yeah. courage and really to conquer whatever it is else that they, that they you know, may want to put their mind to. Yeah. No, and that's why our tagline is everyone has a story because they yes. really do. I believe that. And uh, I see that every time I sit down with someone, every time I you know, see a post on the live tribe. You know, it's people being authentic, having these open conversations that we teach each other. Yes. And then those that are, that are watching, hopefully they're, they're getting something from it as well. Right, right. Well, this has been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for, for spending the time. I feel like we could talk for another you know, couple of hours, but I, I know you're on a tight schedule. Um, but before I let you go, uh, you mentioned legacy earlier. Mm -hmm. And that's a question that I always like to ask everyone at the end because it's something I'm curious about. Like, do, do people think about their legacy? Mm -hmm. And um, Candice, what, what do you want your legacy to be? I mean, for me, like what, um, like what I want to teach and instill into my kids, um, and really, the world is just that selflessness, you know. And stop thinking that everything is about you, or that you know everything has to be for your gain. It doesn't always have have to surfacely be like that, you know. That sometimes your gain is coming from other people's gain. You know, and like I said, like, like I told a story of, of, you know, what I witnessed in, in Texas during Hurricane Harvey. It's that the world would be so different. Everybody's lives would be so different if they constantly put, like, others first, you know, where they selflessly gave and understood that, you know, when you give, you don't expect anything in return. But, but really, you are, you're going to be expecting greater blessings because you're thinking about others, you know? It's just, it's, it, it just, the road to success or the road to the top, like, isn't meant to be a solo run. You know, it, it's, successes are just greater when it's shared. You know, I mean, who says I'm gonna go to a party and it's just me? Like, we wanna celebrate all together. Right? The company, the connections, people. Awesome. Thank you so much. This has been a pleasure 
and I appreciate you making the trip and the effort uh, to be here. Oh. And we'll see a lot more from you. Yes, and you know, like I said, thank you for everything that you do for the com for the world, and you know, letting everybody have have their voice and, and supporting everybody the way that you do. So. Happy one-year anniversary. I know I'm a month late, <laughs> but I mean, there's only bigger, better things for, for you. Thank you. We're all in it together. Yes. Thanks yes. so much. If you're interested in starting your own podcast, join me in Podcast Your Passion. I'll take you through my eight-week course where I'll mentor you to build a world-class podcast. I'm only taking on a small group of people who want to share their passion through broadcasting, where I'll have you up on iTunes and YouTube within weeks so you can podcast your passion. Click on the link below for more information.